Welcome to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. My name is Amanda Fisher, the Cashflow Queen and author of Unscramble Your Numbers. Hello, and today I want to talk about work-life balance or boundaries. There's lots of talk these days about how we should have a work-life balance. And there's also a lot of talk about how work-life balance doesn't exist. We simply have a life. And recently I was thinking about this because I think it's not so much about work-life balance. It's about creating boundaries. It's about determining what's important to you. What are your values? What are the things that you're going to put your time and energy to? And putting boundaries around that to ensure that you do what is good for you, what feels right for you, that's in your, in your, in your element, in your highest zone, that you're doing what you want to have a fulfilling life, to live a life that's complete and everything that you possibly want it to be. And and so it's interesting when you start thinking of, it's not that I have a working life and working hours, and then outside of that, I have a family life and, you know, my social life and, and the other things that I enjoy, which makes the rest of my life. It's more that that it's boundaries around the two, it, it, that they are one. You are, and you should be, the same person in all facets of your life, whether you're in business, whether you're you know, with your children, whether you're with your family, whether you're with friends, wherever you are, you should be the same person. You shouldn't be turning on different persona for different situations. And I think that that is something that's really key. I know for me, in my early working life, I absolutely put on a persona. In fact, if I take it further back, I put on personas through a lot of my life. I remember when I moved to Canada and I didn't fit in. And so I took on this persona and a fake accent to do my best to fit into my surroundings. Now, I'm not suggesting that that's ideal far from it. In fact, I'm suggesting the opposite. But I then came back to Australia and I started my working life and I was the only woman in the office who wasn't a secretary or receptionist. I was the only accountant that was a woman in a staff of 50. So I did my best to again conform and fit in and, and you know, to hang out with the guys and, and you know, take my hat off proverbially, I'm a girl, so I don't really do that, but, you know, take my hat off to the guys I worked with, my boss and the the few, the, you know, the small group of guys that were in my team because they treated me like one of them. I went to the pub every Friday night after work and had a drink and a laugh and a giggle and, you know, they told jokes, they talked about their girlfriends. I had quite an education, actually, but they treated me as one of them and I have no doubt that some of the really, you know, more crude jokes and things were not said in my presence. And that's okay. 
but perhaps by being there, I actually changed the conversation so that it was a more balanced conversation and more, you know, that they understood the boundaries of what was appropriate to talk about in front of in mixed company and what was not appropriate. And maybe I have changed the way they looked at women in their lives and in their world moving forward. But I think, you know, what's happened for me, I know, as I have changed jobs and moved around, I have done my best to conform to what is required. And it's not about that. It's about setting the boundaries of being who you are and being the best person you are in all facets and being that same person but it's also in setting the boundaries it's about knowing when to stop when to start when to say no when to say yes and all that can be easily dictated when you know what your primary purpose is what your what the things things are that you love doing you know if you get invited to something and it's really not your cup of tea then why are you going Maybe you are going because it is business and you have to be, but when you do show up there, make sure you're showing up as you, not some other version of you. If someone asks you in your business to do something that is not within your scope or your area of expertise or something that fits within where you want to go with your goals for the business, then have the courage to say no to it. Now, when you're starting off in business, that's not an easy thing to do because any client, any sale is a good sale. But you soon learn over a period of time that there are some things that are just not worth doing. There are some things that just take too much of your energy. They're not feeding you in terms of you're not getting your job satisfaction out of it. They're not some of them you'll find they'll chew up time a lot more time than you thought was going to take and you've actually potentially lost money on it and in some cases really lost money on it if you know your capability of your team doesn't match what you've what you've agreed to do and there's a massive disconnect in capabilities so finding where your sweet spot is where the where is the work that you love to do? What is the work you love to do? What are the type of people you like to work with? What are the types of clients or businesses you like to work with? You know, what does that look like? Over time, you'll work that out and then you'll start to set the boundaries. You know, I have people I know who won't work with corporates who are seen as, you know, bad corporates, you know, that they're seen as not doing the right thing, that they don't have a, a social conscience or that they don't have a corporate conscience, you know, that they've ripped off their clients, that they've done the wrong thing on stuff. That's, there are people that are saying, you know what, I won't buy a Volkswagen because of what they did with the energy emission things in their car. I will never buy one. I don't believe in them. They lied to us. They did it knowingly and I don't, that's just, absolutely great on my values and I will never buy a Volkswagen. There are other people that will go, I understand that, it was a mistake, they did it wrong and that's okay. But know what your boundaries are and then work towards those, Make sure, making sure that as you move forward that you're working within your boundaries. And the same thing then applies with, you know, this work-life situation. Life is life. 
We have one of them. We don't know how long we have. It might cut short much more sooner than we, than we hope and we think. Then again, it may go longer, but we don't know. So we need to live every day as fully as we can. And that means putting boundaries around work, putting boundaries around family, putting boundaries around relationships, about social engagements, every facet of life. And part of that also is putting boundaries around your sleep, your health. I'm not a great one to be espousing that. I need to listen to what I'm saying because I'm a great one for work just is all consuming. I love what I do. And so to me, it isn't work. I'm just doing what I love doing. And it makes it hard to put the boundaries around that and say, you know what? The working day is finished. I need to spend time with my family. I need to you know, go out and socialize. I need to do other things that are not just working six days a week, seven days a week, starting early, finishing late. I need to do other things. I need to be making sure I get eight hours sleep or seven hours sleep, that I get a good night's sleep. I need to be making sure that I'm eating healthy, that I'm going, having, doing some exercise every day. Those are all boundaries. It's not about balance. It's about boundaries. But a lot of that is identifying what is important to you. Because when you've identified what's important to you, those are the things that you will naturally gravitate to doing. When you the ones that aren't important to you, they're the ones that will always end up at the bottom of the barrel. And that can be fine, but it's knowing that and then knowing from that perhaps how you need to manage that and whether managing that is about finding someone else to do some of those things for you because it's not, you're never going to get to it. It's like, you know, setting up your own website. Some of us love it. Some of us hate it. Find out what those things are for you. I was talking recently with one of my mentors and he does a lot of presenting and he creates his own slide decks. Other people would cringe at the idea of spending that time putting together their slide decks, but he enjoys it. He enjoys the creativity of it and you know it helps him in his putting together what he's going to be talking about at his next presentation. So finding out what works for you. What are the things that you're procrastinating about? procrastinating about? What are the things that you are putting off? Because it's just not floating a boat. It's not inspiring you. You're not enthused and energized by it. And so you're putting it off. Work out what those things are and find someone else to do them. Find a different way of doing them or find a way of telling your mind that this is actually going to be fun and you're going to learn something new. And that would just be super cool. But one way or another, it's about boundaries. It's not about balance. We have one life. It's how we choose to live it, how we set the boundaries on what we do every day. That's what's important. So my challenge to you is to think about what you're doing and think about when you think of work-life balance, what does that look like for you? And is it really more around setting boundaries and whether in doing that, there are some boundaries that you need to change to get a better overall life. Thank you for listening to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get notifications of upcoming episodes so that you don't miss any. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.